Hey guys. Yeah, I know it's it's definitely been a while. And I was doing homework and then I was just like, you know what? You know what's better than doing homework? Posting on that podcast that you have that you just never use. So today's episode is 100% sponsored by Sony. Hashtag Yeah. Sony's super cool. They got PlayStations and movies and stuff. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I didn't really have a plan for today's episode. I was just like, you know what? It's been way too long since I've posted. I need to post something. Otherwise, people are going to hate me and be like, where's your podcast at, dude? Plus, the year's almost over. It's the 1st of November. And I'm going to have to do another season soon. So I might as well fill up this season as quick as I can. So... That being said, we're here, and today, um, yeah, uh, I don't know what to talk about. I could talk about some drama in my life, uh, but that's kind of like self, like self-promoting. I guess that's self-promoting. I don't know. Is it self-promoting if I just talk crap about my life? I guess maybe technically. I kind of wanted to have some background music playing, but then I get like copyrighted. Sucks. I know it's not YouTube, but I can still get copyright claimed. Speaking of YouTube, I did YouTube for a while. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if I've talked about that. Have I talked about that? I probably have. I probably talked about wanting to do YouTube for this podcast, but I'm too lazy and my computer doesn't run that well. And I can't afford to get like a nice PC setup. So podcast it is. There's nothing wrong with that. I enjoy doing this. It's a way for me to just talk for like an hour or so and nobody can really judge me because I'm getting paid for it. <laughs> yeah, so in case you guys didn't know, I do get paid for this. Uh, I get sponsored uh, through the ads. Uh, speaking of which, I should probably record a new ad soon because the one that I have up is awful. Um, so I apologize because I know that you guys are getting a crappy version of the ad and I'm gonna I'm going to do another one soon. And it'll be a lot better, more enthusiastic. I might try and get one of my friends to do it. One of my friends, that's a girl. So you get like a girl's voice to explain this super cool, excuse me, the super cool way that I record podcasts. As I'm uh, recording this, it's about 10 p.m. at night on November 1st. And I'm doing some laundry, I'm putting away some socks and such. And I just ordered a pizza, or I had ordered pizza, and I was I just finished eating it, which is why I have some beverage left. So if you hear me pause and like you hear me slurping, it's it's just me taking a drink from my soda. I'm trying to limit myself to a soda a day now. Um, it's a very bad habit to be drinking lots of soda. I know I'm saying that, and then I'm drinking a soda, so you guys probably shouldn't be taking what I say with too much reverence. Especially because I'm such a hypocrite. But hey, that's whatever. <sighs> but yeah. Halloween's over. That was fun. Did you guys do anything for Halloween? I didn't. Not not really. Uh, Halloween was on Monday. And nobody does anything on Monday nights. Um, what did I do yesterday? I think what I did yesterday was I went out and did my 
weekly grocery shopping trip. That was fun. Yeah. I, I don't know how to make that sound better. Um, I don't know. I didn't really do anything for Halloween. I celebrated a friend's birthday uh, this past Sunday. That was fun. I had to wake up super early for that, but it was cool. It was fun. Got to meet up with some friends that I hadn't seen in a while. It was good. It was it was fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't really do anything this Monday, uh, specifically for Halloween. Just went to school, did all my classes, um, went for my weekly shopping trip, and got back... That was about it. Did like a tiny bit of homework, took a shower, got in bed and passed out. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, so yeah, I guess I will, uh, just for the sake of time and to make this episode not so much of a waste. I'll talk a little bit about what I've been doing uh, recently and how my life's been going. Um... I don't remember the last episode I posted. I think that was about um, She-Hulk. Yeah, I think it was. It would think I think it was my She-Hulk, my informal She-Hulk review, without having seen She-Hulk. I could discuss She-Hulk uh, kind of right now if I wanted to. Um, uh, so I watched it. Yeah, I watched all of it. Um, it wasn't bad, honestly. Um, hold on a second, because. I'm trying to play some Bloons Tower Defense while I record this, but I don't want the audio to affect the recording. So as soon as this finishes, I don't know if you guys can actually hear it. Okay. There should be no audio from Bloons Tower Defense. But yeah, I'm going to be playing Bloons Tower Defense while I record because I'm way too... Uh, just, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so She-Hulk, uh, it was alright, um, not gonna lie, it was kinda meh. <laughs> like, uh, the first three episodes were really, whoa, like, ugh, you know? <laughs> it's like, uh, what are you doing here? This isn't really what we expected. Um, I don't know, you know, it's like the first three-ish episodes were like, this doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, it's supposed to be a cool TV show about She-Hulk. But it really seemed like they were pushing that feminist agenda. And I don't know. Maybe that's just how it felt as a guy watching it. I don't know how it would feel to be a girl watching it. Like I said, I'm I'm very limited in my unbiased reviews. Because I am a guy. And that's already going to lead to some bias when I'm watching a Marvel show. Because, you know, they're not really... I don't know. I feel like in this day and age, a lot of nerds can be girls too. So, yippee for that, I suppose. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's like, it's tough to like, review stuff unbiasedly anymore. So, I'm just, I'm just trying to do my best. And the best that I can do, oh, sorry, I just kind of like laid back a little bit. All right. Adjust, adjust be professional there we go yeah so i don't know um so let's see 
let's try I'm trying to collect my thoughts so that I can accurately give this review about She-Hulk so uh, let's see um, the first episode was kind of cool I liked the way that they showed fourth wall breaking with the She-Hulk character it was kind of neat um, compared to like Deadpool uh, in terms of Marvel breaking the fourth wall is all right. Um, I can't really think of any other Marvel character that has broken the fourth wall off the top of my head. Um, I have seen examples of fourth wall breaking in other shows and movies. Um, I think some of my favorite stuff is like Tom and Jerry fourth wall breaks. Those are good. Um, yeah, so... I think my voice sounds like crap right now. Hold on, because is it because I'm laying down or is it because I have headphones on that makes my voice sound weird to myself? <sighs> I don't know. I'm trying to keep my voice low um, because I don't want to talk too loud and mess with the mic. But the softer I talk, the deeper my voice sounds. And I'm trying not to make it sound like I smoke uh, because I don't. I don't smoke. So maybe if I like whisper like this, it sounds better, but then I'm like whispering and that kind of sounds weird. And like the only alternative is for me to talk at like normal volume and that seems like really loud. <sighs> I think I have to sit up. Okay. Yeah. So this is better, I guess, in terms of like listening to myself talk. I hate it because I have to sit up and that's not very comfortable for me, but it is what it is. Okay. Back to She-Hulk, I guess. Um, so overall, my biggest complaint with the show was the ending. Excuse me. I know a lot of people are like, the ending was so good. It was so meta and so like hilarious. But the thing is, I feel like it opened up a lot more problems for the MCU than, you know... Um, I don't know, like, is it just me, or did the ending feel kind of rushed? It's like, throughout the entire show, we know who the bad guy is because they can't make it any more fucking obvious. I don't know, like, was it, was I the only one who saw that the bad guy was super obvious? I feel like I can't be the only one who saw that. Like, it was just right in front of your fucking face. Um, and yeah, it felt a lot like a I don't know, um, the way the ending was portrayed, at least to my eyes, it made it seem like a joke. Like the whole show was this joke that you don't have to be invested in at all whatsoever because at any point in time, She-Hulk can just break the fourth wall and say, ha ha, I can break this show whenever I feel like it. You can't really do anything about it. Oh, did you get attached to this character? Too bad, I can make it so that they never existed in my show. Whoops. And now, like anything MCU-related, She-Hulk can just appear in if She-Hulk wants to because of the way that She-Hulk interacted with the freaking Disney menu. Like, yeah, oh, sorry, spoilers for She-Hulk. She-Hulk breaks the fucking mm, fourth wall by freaking leaving her show using the Disney Plus uh, menu to just go onto 
like a behind the scenes of Marvel or whatever to like appear in our real world to talk to Kevin Feige, who's a robot in this universe, to redo the ending of her show because it felt so forced and rushed and contrived. But the thing is, yeah, I'm glad you didn't do the stupid forced contrived ending, but it doesn't make it any better that all you did was actually show the viewers that what we do as an audience doesn't matter because you can make jokes about marvel movies being the same movies over and over again but if you just joke about it it doesn't really make us want to watch them it's like you're not really taking us seriously if you're just making jokes about it what you have to do is actually make them better and i feel like they could have started with she-hulk because like there was so many expectations and so many things going into this show that when it came to it i was just honestly disappointed and i much rather would have watched like i don't know an actual good marvel movie and i know saying that sounds like what what is that i don't know like a good marvel movie like i don't know uh iron man 3 the avengers uh guardians of the galaxy one or two freaking infinity war uh what else Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi was a good one. That's about it, honestly. Those are about like the best Marvel movies that I can think of. Uh, Thor Ragnarok was also a really good one. And speaking of which, I just saw the new Thor movie too. Not not a fan, uh, honestly. Um, I don't know what's going on with Marvel now. Like, what are they what are they doing there? Like, okay, so like I uh let me finish with Shield before I go to Thor. But it's like I don't know what they're doing. Um, they really could have done a lot more for She-Hulk in terms of like making us get attached to the characters, making us, you know, like feel more involved in the story process. I, I just don't know. Like, if the show was pushing a feminist agenda, I didn't really see it except for in the first three episodes. But if this is what female written female characters are supposed to be i much prefer men written female characters just because at least it feels like they have some fucking depth to them i don't maybe that sounds harsh i don't know but it's like she hulk's character felt very surface level up until like the very end Uh, excuse me oh god soda Okay, it's like, so the first couple of episodes, we get uh, She-Hulk, Jen Welters, as like a, oh, I'm I'm a better Hulk than my cousin Bruce Banner, because I'm a woman and I can control my anger. Easy peasy. Fine. Okay, whatever. I don't like it, but I'll, I can deal with it to watch the show. But then like, it's like, I, I don't know, you know, it's like, we have to deal with the whole... A superhero costume episode where they're trying to find clothes that fit her as both her and She-Hulk and that felt like a very woman-esque thing to make an episode about I'm not saying that they couldn't have done the same thing for a guy with like a suit and a suit and that's because like that's basically what they did for Jen was like she needs a suit but she that not like a superhero suit like a business suit because she's a lawyer but he 
the guy who made her the suit ended up making her a superhero suit anyway, so whatever. Doesn't really matter, I guess. I I don't know, you know, I'm like I'm trying to get for it, I'm trying to get behind it, and it's just not I'm not getting it. You know, I'm just I'm trying to do my best, but it's just not working for me. One saving grace about the show, and like I can go back and like do a more in-depth She-Hulk review when I'm not like I don't know. I I guess I'm just in a mood right now because I'm tired and feeling lazy. But I'll do a more in-depth She-Hulk review another day. But I'm like, I feel like the saving grace for the show was um, the self-contained episode where she was at the what was it? The retreat? Because it's like I don't know. Maybe it's because it was one of the dumber episodes, and I just I I enjoyed it a lot. But it's like. Up until then, the show was really like, let's have a special guest cameo every single episode and we can just have Jen interact with them. But it's like, you know, uh, once we get to the point where she's betrayed by her like first love or whatever, um, the, the dude who like steals her blood or whatever, which again, like it messes with me that the whole point of the show that was driving to this whole like oh we have a blood stealing plot what what is this going to do we're going to make it so that the villain steals their blood and becomes hulk a hulk villain yay and then they like get rid of it and then just they just don't do it which was good i'm glad they didn't do that but still like then it just makes the whole rest of the show pointless it's like what the fuck was i watching for if you're just going to get rid of the whole thing You know, that's, I don't, I don't know. But beside the point, the only saving grace that I felt like in the entire show was that self-contained episode where Jen was betrayed by the guy who stole her blood. And so she has to go see Emil because they like felt him trip his whatever and they couldn't like go with by themselves and then her car gets hit or whatever. Yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about if you've seen the show. If you haven't, you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So go watch the show. Um, but yeah, I love that episode because it felt the most real. Because it was just a bunch of characters like doing a group therapy session. And they all felt very relatable. They all felt very realistic in a, like a superhero-esque world. And I enjoyed it. And it was cute. And it was fun. And it was wholesome. And I loved it. And it was nice. And it was I, I loved it. It was really cool and cute and very self-contained i don't know you can hate me if you didn't enjoy that episode or if you think that wasn't the best part of it i mean another best part of the show i felt was uh what's his name daredevil daredevil in that show was great i think um considering that that's his second installation in the mcu um because i don't know if his tv show counts I think he's supposed to be getting a new TV show or a movie. I can't really remember which one it is. But um, whatever the case is, um, yeah, like, so I very much enjoyed Daredevil. He was a great character in the show. He felt very, like, because <laughs> what he does is he shows up. He does a really cool lawyer thing. He does a really cool superhero thing. He smashes the main character and then dips. And that's it. That's all he does. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm done talking about She-Hulk. I'll do another episode on She-Hulk if you guys really want me to. I didn't 
enjoy it, but I didn't hate it, is my final comment. That That's it. That's all I got for you guys. Um, What else? Uh, Thor, yeah. Okay, so I, I watched the Thor movie. Um, I have to say, I went into it with lowered expectations, because a lot of the people I saw, I know, said that they saw it and that it was not as good as they thought. Um, over the summer, I was working at a summer camp, and a bunch of my, uh, a couple of my friends went and saw it, and they were making references about it that I didn't get until I watched it, and now I'm just like, oh, I get these references. It's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, um, so like, uh, what am I trying to say? Overall, I like the movie. I really did. Um, it was way better than the first two Thor movies. Not as good as the third Thor movie. Which, I mean, what do you expect? It was... Um, okay, like, Thor Ragnarok was literally, like, one of the best Thor movies and a really great MCU movie. So, yeah, I don't really think that they could have beaten it if they tried. Um, but like I said, I don't think that's what they were trying to do. I don't think that's where they were going for. Um, so, good for them. Um... Uh, yeah. Let's see. What else should I say? Um, in terms of the movie itself, I really enjoyed Thor's character. It was basically just another Thor trying to find his place in the world movie. Because, like, that's what the third one was about. It was like, Thor lost his hammer. What is he supposed to do? He's also lost his father. What is he supposed to do? He's also discovered that he has a sister, but he can't really love his sister because she's really fucking evil. What's he supposed to do? It's really like a Thor Discovery movie part two, which kind of sucked because that's what Endgame was about. That's really what a Thor Discovery movie was like, or a really kind of narrow version of a Thor Discovery movie, if that makes sense. Like, you guys get what I'm trying to say, right? Like, Thor Ragnarok was a movie about thor trying to discover his place as an asgardian as a god as the god of thunder and not the god of hammers but then endgame was also thor discovery film in that it featured thor and like he was dealing with the like death of not only his family but like literally everyone when he failed in infinity war by not aiming for the head um yeah, so this one felt like another Thor Discovery movie. Um, so, yeah. Um, it's kind of kind of weird. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but, 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 uh, what else am I trying to say? So, I loved Christian Bale in this movie. I know it's a very safe thing to say. Christian Bale is an amazing actor, and he really nailed his performance in this movie. Um, his character, as for his character, I didn't have a lot of love for, what's his name, Gore? I think his name was Gore. I didn't have a lot of love for Gore. Um, his character felt like pretty much a generic villain in Thor land, in Asgardian realm or whatever. <laughs> Um, I did enjoy the scene where Thor goes to, like, the palace of the gods or whatever, where, like, every single god that's ever been created or whatever is there. And even, like, fucking Korg's rock god and any of the Nannies or whatever. 
um, was there. That was kind of funny. I like that. It kind of it's kind of like a jab at religion. It's like, haha, not one religion is right. All of the religions can be right at the same time. But um, yeah, it, it was kind of cute and it was kind of fun, and I enjoyed that scene. Also because Russell Crowe was in that scene. Russell Crowe also another good actor. Um, his character was kind of meh, but like I don't really know what else to say about that. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy, I really hope that they weren't paid that much to be in this movie because they didn't do much of anything. They were in the, like, first ten minutes of the movie, and that was it. I literally can't even remember if they were in another part of the movie. I just remember them being in, like, the first five or ten minutes. Which, again, kind of messes with what we see in Endgame. It's like... Why would you tease Thor being with the Guardians if you're only going to put them together for like the next five or ten minutes? But, um, yeah, uh, as for the plot of the movie, it's kind of, it's very romance heavy. It's like, hey, it, I mean, it's literally called Thor Love and Thunder. Um, um, yeah, so like basically if you haven't seen it, um, spoiling it, I don't care anymore. Um, Christian Bale is this dude from a planet, and he worships a god, and he prays to the god to save him and his daughter, who are, like, dying uh, because they don't have water or food or anything. And the god just doesn't help because it's a god or whatever, and they don't care about their subjects. So, yeah, once he finds, like, a secret hidden grove where the god was hiding he, after his daughter dies of, like, starvation and dehydration or whatever, uh, he's, he confronts the god, he finds out that gods aren't really what they're looking like, and he kills them, and he's, like, aided by this black sword or whatever that can kill gods. And so that becomes his whole purpose after that is to kill all the gods, including Thor. Wow, yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's what the main antagonist was about. Thor in this movie is, again, just doing his self-discovery thing. He doesn't really have much of a purpose um, in terms of stuff. Like, yeah, I, I don't really know what I, how else to say that. He doesn't really have much of a purpose in this movie. The only reason he's in it is because it deals with people messing with gods and Asgardians. And they couldn't really get the Guardians of the Galaxy to do that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, he does that. But, uh, plot twist, we get Jane in the movie. Um, Jane... Does Jane die? I, I literally can't even remember if Jane dies in the movie. Um, I think she dies, and I think Christian Bale dies, which leaves just Thor and the kid. Um, so, yay, whatever for that, I guess. Um, yeah, whatever for that. Um, am I still recording? How much time do I have left? I've got about two minutes left, so I'm going to try and either wrap up this bit about Thor or, like, pause in between, because I can only record up to 30 minutes on my laptop before I have to, like, take a break. Um, so, yeah, it's like, I don't know, 
uh, Jane's character was kind of okay in this movie. She wasn't really, like, important, but she also wasn't, like, annoying. She wasn't really doing much for the story, except for, like, giving Thor love interest again. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? The movie itself was pretty funny. I laughed a couple of times. I enjoyed the experience. Um... My favorite, favorite scene is either, there, there's two that are like phenomenally, like I burst out laughing because they were really funny. Uh, so my two favorite scenes were, um, first one was when uh, Jane goes to New Asgard and there's another play. So if you remember in Thor Ragnarok, there's a play about Thor doing Thor 2 stuff like where Loki dies and Loki gets a big statue, but Loki's watching in the audience. And Matt Damon is one of those actors. He's making a cameo appearance by being one of the actors in the play. And that that was so funny to me. But in this new one, uh, it's Thor and Loki recreate. It's like a recreation of the scene from Thor Ragnarok where Thor and Loki's uh, dad dies and Hela comes in. And it's so funny to me because Melissa McCarthy plays Hella, and it's just so random. And Matt Damon's still in it, and it's just—it's hilarious. I love it. And then the other scene is probably when uh, Thor finds Lady Sif, and she's like, um, like her arm gets cut off, and she's like talking about how she wants to die in battle, but the battle's already over. So Thor's like, "You wouldn't be dying in battle, but your arm's probably in Valhalla," and that shit was so funny. It was hilarious. I loved it. And she was like, shit, well, save me. I don't want to die. And But yeah, that was so funny. But all right. Yeah, I'm going to take a break and I'll come back in a little bit and we'll talk about some other stuff. All right. Stick around. All right. Um, so I'm back. Had a little bit of a break. And yeah. Okay. So before the small break, I was talking about Thor, Love and Thunder. It was a pretty decent movie. Just, you know, a lot of flaws. And again, I can do, like, more in-depth reviews later, another time. Just don't feel like doing it right now. Very, very lazy. Um, but yeah. So, that being said, um, I guess I can talk about some more personal stuff now. Um, I do, like, enjoy doing this podcast. I'm not, like, I don't, like, stop doing it because I don't enjoy doing it. I just stop doing it because I get overwhelmed by doing busy stuff. Like, I get overwhelmed with classes and my job and being a good friend requires you to be there for people and I can't always do that. Uh, and like, I I don't know. I, I can, I, I'm, a lot of people depend on me to be there for them and it's okay I'm not like upset by it or anything I I don't know you know it's like it'd be nice if people you know I don't know I mean I'm not doing better than anybody mentally that I know of I mean I'm not like I don't have the best mental health out of people I know. I just deal with it differently, I guess. And people just think I'm doing better because I'm not so vocal about it. To the point where people are like, hey, 
I really enjoy you being there to talk to and stuff like that. I don't know. Part of me just really wishes I could just not have to always be there for people because it gets it gets tiring you know like it gets it gets tiring I get tired I'm always tired that's probably like a anxiety or depression thing but I'm not going to self-diagnose because I'm not one of those people I, I hate those kind of people that self-diagnose themselves um so yeah um Anyway, this super funny thing happened where I... Okay, so for those of you who know, and for those of you who don't, I'll just reiterate. Um, so I moved into an apartment uh, for the very first time. Like, this is my apartment. I'm renting it. I'm leasing it, whatever you want to call it. It's... Yeah, it's mine. Um, I'm paying rent for it. I had to, like, get background checked and everything. Um, so I have this apartment and it came fully furnished except for the bedroom where I didn't have a bed. And so logically people would be like, oh, then we just have to go and buy a bed or whatever. That's not too terrible. Anyone can go out and buy a bed. Or, I mean, sometimes parents even have like extra bed frames or extra mattresses or stuff. Um, my parents didn't. Um, so I'd, I would have had to buy my own bed, but here's the thing, me being a genius of like epic proportions thought, why would I buy a full bed frame and full mattress for an apartment, but that I'm not like guaranteed to have forever. Right. So I, uh, I'm obviously thinking of like beyond epic proportions here and i uh, so i buy online i look up for a futon but all the couch futons like futons that can that are like couches that you can like just lay down into a bed that already have a mattress type cushion are very expensive they're like three to four hundred dollars and I don't have that kind of money to spare because during the time that I was looking for stuff like this, I was at the summer camp and I wasn't earning a lot of money. So I was just like, yeah, this kind of sucks, but this is all I can really do. So I bought a futon like mattress roll that like, I don't know, like an otaku or a weeb might buy because they feel like it gives them immersion into like a, into a more um, anime style life. I just did it because I was broke, right? And so when I get it, I'm like, okay, the ad says it'll get to like four to six inches thick. It'll be better than sleeping just on the floor. And it looks pretty big and it looks like it'd be pretty comfortable. So I get it thinking, yeah, what's the worst that could happen? And when I buy it and I take it out, it's, it's decent. It's like a twin full size uh, futon mattress. But it's not very thick. It it's very thin. It's like the ad said like four to six inches. This is like two inches thick worth of mattress padding between me and the floor. 
So I'm like slightly disappointed, but at the same time I can't be because that's just what I bought. You know, I could have done different, but I didn't. And so that's what I get. But again, I'm not like upset too terribly by it. It's my own consequences and my own actions. Um, yeah, so that happened. And um, so I've been sleeping essentially on a mattress pad on the floor uh, for about, it's November 1st. So about two, two and a half-ish months now. Um, and so around one and a half-ish months, I was like, you know what? This isn't terrible, but I could probably be doing better for my back. So I'm going to buy a bed frame and mattress. But around this time, I was also having really a really bad time at my job. Um, I can talk some more about that in a later episode. You know, I, I don't mind going into it uh, too deeply right now. Uh, so I'll give you guys a bit more context. Um, so I worked at a grocery store. If I've already said the name of it before, cool. If I haven't, I'm not going to just for like privacy sake. Um, so yeah, I was working at a grocery store and it wasn't too bad. Um, when I worked there, uh, before summer break, uh, I really enjoyed the people that I worked with. It was a very decent time because of the people I was working with. And when I get back, it's very different. A lot of the people that I was previously working with just weren't there. They had quit or they had gone on to better different jobs. And so I was mostly happy for them, but I was also like, uh, that kind of leaves me behind with the people who stuck around and like the new people. The thing is that most of the people that left were all the guy coworkers. So it was really just me and like a couple of older ladies and some like high schoolers uh, up at the front end. Um, so yeah, that wasn't cool, but I guess it could have been worse. Um, but the thing is, like, I was left, like, it, it was it was pretty decent uh, for most of the time. It just uh, could have been a lot better, I would say. It could have been a lot better. Um, yeah, so, like, um, around one and a half months of being moved into my new apartment, um, I was having some trouble at work because our customer service manager quit. Um, they said they had gotten a better job somewhere else, um, so everyone was, like, happy for them. But, I mean, I wasn't. They were the one that hired me for the job. I was like, okay, kind of sucks that you're leaving, uh, but I guess it is what it is. Uh, have a good time wherever you go, I guess. But, um, yeah, so, like, that happened. And uh, once our customer service manager quit, the assistant, the assistant customer service manager... Uh, who was not well liked by a majority of the staff was kind of in charge uh, of the front end but like I said a lot of the staff didn't like this person so it kind of like became a thing and yeah uh, that became a thing and so then the assistant customer service manager quit leaving just you know like a handful of good decent workers and yeah, um, I, I like, so as soon as that assistant customer service manager quit, it was like chaos because th after that, it was just like me, uh, 
some a girl my age who was also in college uh who was in a position just barely above mine um it left me that girl uh a young woman who was pregnant two old ladies and by old ladies i mean like elderly like above 60 plus years of age um So yeah, uh, not the best time to be working there. And so like along with like scheduling being weird because of the managers were quitting and the staff just being unreliable. So it pretty much ended up being me closing with one other person because I had to have another person because I wasn't allowed to like do safe and like office type stuff obviously so like i wasn't allowed to do stuff like that and that's what the other person was there for um so it was me and that one other person and it would be us closing from about 3 p.m to about 11 p.m and i could only work night shifts because i'm a full-time college student who's got classes in the morning and afternoons and so that's what we were dealing with for like weeks on end and like after a couple weeks, I just got used to it. But the customers who are like a bunch of regulars from nearby senior living homes, they just couldn't get behind the fact that they didn't, that people didn't like working there and dealing with the customers so much so that they either quit or just never showed up to work. And so the customers would always get upset that there was no one there to help them. But there was no one there to help them because none of the staff enjoyed having to deal with them. Like, I don't, does that make sense to you guys? It's like we had people, but none of those people wanted to be there to deal with those crappy customers. And so it was always me having to deal with those crappy customers. And that one other person I was closing with. And it was fine for like the first couple of weeks. But after that, it just started to be a drain on my freaking soul. It was just a drain on me forever. And so, like, I put in my two weeks notice, and, like, it didn't get any better. It didn't get any better. I was just continuously getting worse. Human beings are very stupid, stupid, dumb, unreliable creatures. And it was very annoying to have to deal with them, especially older people. I don't want to make fun of elderly people. Elder people are, they, they deserve to be, uh, respected to an extent but it got to a point where like i'm gonna i'm gonna, i'm not gonna lie okay so there was this one day or actually you guys remember hurricane ian yeah you remember how hurricane ian was like a tropical storm or whatever so i live in north carolina and when hurricane ian came around it was like a tropical storm warning for our area and like everyone fucking panicked they went into a full panic thinking that they were going to die from this storm that was going to kill everyone all we did was get some heavy rain like i wish i was joking but all we did was get some heavy rain it was annoying but the day before and like the day of that freaking whatever that freaking 
the tropical storm that happened the day before and the day of every single human being who lived within like 30 miles of this store that i worked at decided that they needed to buy every single item that we had to protect themselves and their loved ones from this terrible tragedy of a storm that was about to happen that was about to kill all of us It was annoying. It was hard to deal with. It was annoying. And it was just beyond wild. We got slammed so hard. There was one night where I just remember working. I got into work. And I, I got on a cashier lane. And I worked. And I did not get off of that register lane. To go use the bathroom to get a sip of water. I did not stop ringing people up from the moment I clocked in until about 40-ish minutes after I was supposed to clock out because nobody else was coming in to work because there was nobody else to come in. Because if one person had called out, that meant that there was nobody else left to come in. And I wish I was exaggerating. I really do. But like there there was just nobody. There was no one left to come. So yeah, like I I stayed past my time at work to help because if I left, it would just be one manager on his own. Like there was literally nobody else in the store to help. But then another time, like when it wasn't even that like tropical storm time it was some random time afterwards um we got freaking really busy for some random day like if i don't even know what the cause was but we just got really busy one day and again i was the only one working besides the one person who was supposed to close with me and i was working the register because there was like 20 people over at a self-checkout and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to hop on the register and help people out to get these people moving out of here faster. But um, before I had done that, like, obviously, I'm not supposed, like, okay, I don't know if I've made this clear, but I'm not supposed to hop on a register if I'm the only one working. It's against the rules for there not to be a single person watching self-checkout. <laughs> and the person that was with me, that was supposed to be closing with me, was in the office. So they were busy in the office while I had to be out front, which meant that I was the only person watching over self-checkout, which we are not supposed to leave unmonitored. And by unmonitored, it means standing in front of it, watching it. You can't monitor it from a register. That's against the rules, technically. So I had to break the rules to go to a register to help out because there were just so many people in line trying to check themselves out at self-checkout and like it doesn't make me upset that there were people trying to check themselves up at check self-checkout i didn't want to help them like they were there were a bunch of people there in the self-checkout line that had like a couple of items like they were supposed to but then there's a bunch of people who have like full carts of groceries and like i can't blame them it's like four or five ish p.m but there's just no one else in the store it's just me and that one other person so it's like, I can't really blame you, but you can't really blame us either. There's just nobody else here. What do you want us to do about it? So there was this one elderly couple and a lot of these freaking, I have a bunch of stories of terrible people at work. 
and a majority of them are just old people. But there was this one elderly couple there, and uh, they had like a cart full of groceries, and those groceries included like items of produce who have to be who and those grocery those produce items have to be scanned differently at self checkout because it's not like you can just scan a barcode on like a grapefruit or a pineapple or something you have to like manually enter it in as an item but old people are such gems because they don't get what that means they're like what is self-checkout how do i type banana into this keypad on the screen i don't know how to do that do it for me do it for me do this for me do this for me and it got really annoying really really fast um but yeah, so this elderly couple goes to the self-checkout and they're like, is there no registers open? And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. It's just me today. Uh, I can help you over at self-checkout if you need to. But other than that, I'm sorry. This is all we have. And they're like, okay, fine. It's whatever. They seem upset, but there's like they accept that there's nobody else there, I guess. And they don't ask me for help. Um, so I leave them alone. But then like, but there was nobody in line for self-checkout when they got in there. So I couldn't like use an excuse to like leave the self-checkout line to go help them because there was just nobody else there to like justify that. Um, but like while they were still checking out, there was like a magnitude of people uh, that just started showing up. So I like had to hop on a register lane and I was like, okay, I can start helping people over here. Um, just because I had to, because there was just nobody else to help anybody else out. And so, like, it got to the point where I had to run a self-checkout lane, or not a, a register lane. And, um, yeah, so, like, I had to do that. And, like, I had, like, eight-ish people in my line, and, like, there were, like, six to ten people waiting for self-checkout. I can't really remember vividly, because, like, some people could do it in couples and stuff. But, um, yeah, so there were people waiting for self-checkout. I was ringing people up, and there were people waiting to be rang up. And that elderly couple was still in the self-checkout lane while I was ringing people up. And then they finish, and they pay for all their stuff, and they leave. And my, uh, like, person who's supposed to be helping me close is still in the office, so I'm still on my own. And, um, the elderly couple goes to leave, but then the older man comes up to me while I'm ringing people up. And he's like holding this onion in one of those produce bags. Excuse me. Um, that like holds up a single yellow onion. And he's like, I forgot to ring this through. I need to ring this up. And I'm like, oh, sir, that's fine. That's totally okay. You can just go to the self-checkout lane uh, and ring that up. And he's like, I don't know how to do that. And I'm like, well, sir, I can help you if you just give me a moment, but as you can see, I have other customers to help at the moment. And he didn't even let me finish. Like while he was talking, he just went ahead and got upset. So what he did was he threw uh, the, the onion that was in the bag, he threw it at me. Yeah, he just threw it at me. Um, And yeah, it kind of sucked. He just, he threw it at me, like while I was working, I, while I was ringing people up right in front of me, he just threw it at me. No respect, no, like, 
compassion in their eyes while they just threw it at me. I'm like, and he, just, he threw it at me. He's like, well, I don't fucking want it anymore. And then he just threw it and left and walked out. And so, like, I apologized to the customer in front of me for what they had to, like, witness. And they're like, oh, you're okay. And I'm just like, not really, not okay, but thanks. Um, um, yeah, that happens. Uh, I have to keep bringing people up. It gets busy again, blah, 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 blah. Some, um, an amount of time goes by and, like, um, the manager from the back uh, from a previous story who like would be the only one if I had left that one day that the storm came by, he was there and, but he works the back mostly. So he's never up at the front and it's not his responsibility, his responsibility to be up at the front, but he came up to the front. Um, and so the person that was up in the office with me was also up helping. And so we managed to get through the rush. Um, so we managed to get through all of that pretty well. I would say, um, But um, yeah, so that ended up happening, and I told all my coworkers about it, and they were like, I would have just thrown it back at him. I'm like, yeah, I wish I could have, but I probably could have gotten fired, even though I'd already put in my two weeks notice by that time. But like, that's just like, it just hits the nail over the head that I really hated my job, and it was really starting to weigh down on me, and people were degrading me, not just physically, like the guy throwing the onion at me, but like verbally, like. That was just one extreme example. But like a lot of times people would come up to me while I'm working and they would just be like, is there no one open? I had one lady who was yelling at us like from across the store. I was like, um, yeah, so it was just me and another woman closing. And uh, this woman is the one that's pregnant with twins. And she w- and this one elderly lady uh, has a cart full of groceries and she notices that there's no register lanes open and it's just self-checkout. But all the self-checkout lanes are open. So I could help her out and take my time helping her out if she asked me to. And so she asks, are there any registers open? And I'm like, no, ma'am, but I can help you over here on self-checkout if you'd like. And so she sets her cart in the middle of the grocery store and proceeds to leave the grocery store. Offering like zero explanation, nothing. So she leaves and... But instead of leaving the entire store, she goes over to the customer service desk, which is empty because, again, there's nobody in the store to run the customer service desk. The woman who's closing with me, the one that is pregnant, isn't going to walk over to the customer service desk every single time someone needs something because a majority of the things that people need, she can do from any register whatsoever. Like a return, she could do at the register number one. Um... Like, yeah, so just any generic thing that people needed could have been done up at the register if people just asked her for it. But, like, again, she was pregnant. She was, like, going through mood swings and stuff like that. So any tiny amount of anything would just set her off. So, yeah, um, I'm, like, really rambling on right now. Because I started with wanting to tell you guys about my mattress, but um, I got caught up in this, and it's a lot. Um, but um, anyway, um, so yeah, like again, I'm just trying to wrap up this one story. But like this one lady, like this one elderly lady, after she set her cart down and she left to the customer service desk, the woman who's closing with me, she's like, 
what do you need, ma'am? Or what do you want? And she's trying to yell at her because she's not going to walk all the way to the customer service desk because she's pregnant. But the elderly woman won't walk all the way over there because she's old. So it's just like a standstill. And so they're, they're yelling each other, at each other from across the store. And the old woman yells out, I want some service. And so the pregnant woman's like, or the yeah, the woman I'm closing with is like, well, what do you need, ma'am? Because she doesn't want to walk all the way over there. Again, to reiterate, because anything that, almost anything that you want at customer service can be done at a register of any kind. So she didn't want to walk all the way over there and neither of them wanted to walk. So she just left the store. So I had a call, um, again, the, there's a manager up front and there's a manager in the back. And so the manager in the back had to be called up because he's technically just a little bit higher up than the girl, than the woman who I was working with and closing up with. So we had to call him out and he had to deal with her, which I felt really bad about. But yeah, it's just like all she had to do was ask for us to help her out. But instead, she threw a fucking fit and acted like a child just because there were no registers open and it's not our fault it's not my fault that no one wants to work here it should it's more it's their fault it's the customer's fault really because no one wants to work at the grocery store because of dumb customers like her and it's sad really that the customers will never know that because they're just dumb and old but that's the truth is that nobody wants to work there because the customers are really annoying and difficult to deal with but yeah, all that to say is that I was having a really tough time at work, and so I decided that I needed to get in a new bed frame and a new mattress, but I couldn't do it right away because I had money issues because I quit my job, and I needed to get a new job, and I had, couldn't start working at my new job right away because of, like, paperwork issues and stuff like that, so I couldn't start working there right away, but I did try to, like, as soon as possible. Um, so yeah, um, that happened and like, I was trying to do that, but, um, like circumstances just made it so that I couldn't, uh, get the bed frame mattress, but eventually I did, I did get, I ordered it. I ordered my mattress last week and they're like, it'll be here in eight to 12 business days. And I'm like, that's so cool. Thank you so much for your help. Thank you, person who sold me my mattress. Love you. Hope you have a great rest of your day. All that stuff. Mattress stores are a complete front. I don't get why people don't understand this. There's no way that people buy this many mattresses in their lives. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Uh, I'm getting off topic here. And I'm running out of time again. Um, so I have to talk a little bit faster. But anyway, so I bought my mattress. And I bought a bed frame. And they're like, it's going to be here in 8 to 12 days. I'm like, great. Awesome. So I won't even start looking for it for about a week. Um, five days after I order it here, let me just stop recording and then I can finish the story afterwards. But yeah, just get ready. Yeah, sorry. I didn't, I didn't take a break. Probably should have, but let me take a sip. All right. So essentially I order a mattress on Tuesday. I also order a bed frame because I need both. And they're like, yeah, it'll be there in about 8 to 12 business days. And I'm like, that's awesome. I'm not going to start looking for this to be delivered until about a week from now. I get an order confirmation email that also comes with a tracking link 
but I don't even click on it because why would I even start looking at it? It's not going to be here for at least a week. Right? Wrong. Um, five days after I order the mattress and bed frame, I'm walking up to my apartment. I live on the third floor. I'm walking towards my apartment building. And one of my friends points out, hey, is this your bed frame? And I'm like, I don't know. Does it say my name on it? I say that sarcastically. I'm like, there's no way that can be my bed frame. But yeah, turns out it's my bed frame. It was on the ground floor of the apartment building. I'm up on the third floor. But they also placed the box in a way where my name wasn't on any visible like shipping tags. Unless you like move the package around and like flip it around to look at it in the right way. Because like there's just no way to tell. Um, so yeah, eventually I'm like, okay, wow, this is my package. Thank you so much for noticing it. And I get it back up to my room, uh, with some help and I'm like, you know what? Fine. They probably just didn't place it up at my door because it's a very heavy bed frame. Fine. Whatever. But I also didn't get like a delivery notification email. I didn't get a, Hey, your package has arrived email or even a text message. Right. I didn't get any of that. And I'm like, that's weird. I would have at least liked, you know, some kind of notification of this being here. And I'm like, you know what? It's fine. It's not entirely necessary. It would have been nice, but it's not entirely necessary. So whatever, right? Um, it's not going to kill me. So I get it back up to my apartment and I check the tracking link because I'm like, well, if this is here, I wonder when my matches will get here. So I'm checking it, but it says the mattress has already been delivered. And I'm like, that's weird. I haven't gotten a mattress. So I check the thing and like, yeah, sure enough, it says that my bedroom was delivered five days after I ordered it. And my mattress was delivered three days after I ordered it. So I'm like, what the fuck happened to the eight to 12 business days estimate? Like, what the fuck is that? Is that just a lie? Were they just messing with me? What, what did they gain from that, really? And so I'm just like, well, whatever the fuck am I supposed to do, right? So I, the next day I call uh, the mattress place. I'm like, hey, I got my bed frame, but I got it really early for some reason. Um, it also says my mattress is delivered, but I don't see it anywhere. And I don't think it's something I can easily miss. So they, they direct me to the FedEx page. Yeah, I'm calling out the delivery service. They call, they direct me to the FedEx page, and I can see that it was delivered three days after I ordered it at 10 in the morning. Um, so while I was in class, it, it was delivered to me while I was in class. Um, uh, not only that, it was delivered and whatever... It gets delivered, yeah, haha. But it wasn't delivered to my doorstep. Why? I don't get it. It was a mattress, and it came in a box that was fairly small. Like, it was not a giant mattress box like I like I was expecting. It was just a small box. And so I was like, why couldn't they just brought this up to my doorstep? But, yeah, you know what? That's beside the point. I look at it, and I'm like, okay, 
this isn't here. What am I supposed to do? And they're like, okay, first thing you have to do is check to make sure you looked everywhere. I'm like, yeah, I looked. They didn't bring it up to my doorstep. It was a small box that's shorter than my waist. And they just didn't bring it up to my apartment. They're like, okay, well, you put your apartment on the delivery address, right? I'm like, I absolutely did. You were there. And they're like, you're absolutely right. I was there. And so they're like, okay, so what we can do is you can go to the FedEx page and you can request a missing package thing. And so I did. And then FedEx sent me an email saying, we got your requesting missing package link. We'll let you know. And we started a case. Don't reply to this email. I'm like, fine. Why did you send me an email saying you received my request? Whatever. Then today I get another email saying, we're reviewing your case. Don't respond to this email. If you find your package, let us know here. I'm like, why would I find my package after I'm, it's whatever, you know? But I, I didn't just go straight to calling the mattress place. I had called my apartment complex and asked them if anyone had turned in my package. And they're like, no, if, uh, if it was FedEx, we wouldn't have received it. It would have gone straight to your door. I'm like, you're right. But it didn't go to my door because in the blurry ass picture that the delivery driver took, it showed them placing it on the ground floor near the fire extinguisher near two other apartments. So the most likely cause is that one of those two apartments or any apartment in that building has stolen my mattress and is keeping it. This mattress, which cost me $300. They're just keeping it, and they're going to enjoy the fruits of barely hard-earned labor because all they had to fucking do was grab the fucking mattress box that I never saw because it was never at my fucking doorstep like I had fucking planned it to be a fucking week early. Like, I'm sorry, but this shit pisses me the fuck off. Why couldn't that fucking delivery driver have fucking put it at my door? It was a small enough fucking box, and I would have fucking seen it immediately. No, they put it behind the staircase that goes up to the third floor. So even if I was fucking looking for it, I wouldn't have seen it because it was behind the fucking staircase. And like the blurry ass fucking photo that they took was of them putting it next to a fire extinguisher behind the staircase of the building near other rooms. Those other rooms probably saw it and was like, oh my God, this is probably for me or one of my roommates and took it to one of their apartments and is probably holding it and is probably already using it. And so like I could knock on every single door of this apartment building and be like, hey, do you have my mattress? But that seems really, I don't know, it sounds like I'm either going to get results or I'm not, you know, like and I, that sounds very linear, but it's like people can fucking lie. People fucking steal packages all the fucking time. It's why that there's it's why that there's it's why there's package insurances and shit like that because people fucking steal packages and so like if i go and start knocking on random people's doors excuse me they can easily just fucking deny having ever seen my fucking mattress and they can just deny stealing it if they fucking stole it and so what's the fucking point of me going door to door if people can just easily deny ever having seen it and deny ever having took it there's zero point in me doing that. I mean, I could do it and I could record them or just record them uh, discreetly so that they don't know that they're being recorded. But at that point, what would I fucking gain? If I get it, they've had my mattress for a week, right? They've probably used it or if not, if they haven't used it. Or here's the other 
worst case scenario is that the fucking like valet trash crew fucking saw a box and was like oh this box is trash and just threw it to the fucking dump and i would have no way of checking because the fucking trash is already cleared out but like all of this could have been fucking avoided if i had gotten a fucking delivery notification email which i didn't get for either the bed frame or the bed uh, mattress because i'm apparently supposed to just keep track of it through the tracker which doesn't send you notifications of shit being delivered but again, I would have fucking tracked it if it was closer to the actual fucking delivery date estimate. It was estimated 8 to 12 days after I had ordered it. The frame was there 5 days after I ordered it. The mattress was there 3 days after I ordered it. Those two together make 8 to 12, but not fucking separately. What the fuck, dude? It's fucking annoying and it's fucking pissing me off. Because I need this mattress because I paid $300 for it. I paid $399 for the bed frame. They were on fucking sale half off, dude. Like, what the fuck? I spent money on this shit. And it's not like... Like, there's fucking cameras. There's... No, I'm not even gonna lie. There's a camera outside the building. If I'd asked my apartment complex, I could probably ask to see if the camera footage shows the mattress ever leaving. But, like, No. The most likely scenario is that someone in this building has my mattress. But like again, I can't just go door to door to door and say, do you have my mattress? Because while I may get my mattress, like best case scenario, if I go door to door to door, the first door I knock on will have my mattress and they'll admit to having taken it and they'll give it back to me and it's completely unopened. Worst case scenario, I knock on every single door in this building which would be 11 doors because there's 12 rooms not including the one i'm in that would be 11 doors i have to knock on and ask i know this is really like i've thought this out in my head i'm like hey um i'm trying not to be uh really rude or weird about this but i ordered a mattress last week and it was delivered here a while ago but it wasn't brought up to my door um it would have my apartment number on it and my name on it i was just wondering if you've seen it it was like a box about this big uh it said sleepies on it and it just has my mattress in it if uh you have it or if one of your roommates has it i'd be really appreciative of it um i spent a lot of money on that i'm just trying to get it back um if you've seen it that'd be awesome if you haven't seen it i'm really sorry to bother you but yeah i was just wondering what you might know about that or if you've even seen the box around the apartment building because i haven't seen it but like, even if I say that, the worst case scenario is that every single person either tells the truth and says that they've never seen it, and just one person lies about never having seen it, or like they all just don't answer, or they all just never respond. It's stupid. So I'm relying on FedEx to either admit culpability because they didn't deliver it to my door, like I wrote in the delivery slip. They didn't deliver it to my door. So I'm waiting for that, or a mattress firm is either going to refund me or send another one. Either of those two need to happen within the next like week or two weeks, because anything more than that is ridiculous. Anything more than that is just an outrage. And I'm going to keep you guys updated on that, because it's stupid. It is literally, like, let me read the email that uh, FedEx sent, because I got two. I got one yesterday when I started this thing. And one today 
Okay, so the first one yesterday. Thank you for contacting FedEx. We appreciate your business. We are researching your case regarding tracking number. Insert if insert a uh, tracking number here. If you have located your package, click here. Otherwise, you should receive an email follow up within 24 hours. That was yesterday when I started this whole thing, and then today. Research for tracking number, insert tracking case here, is currently in progress, so they're doing research for it. If you have located your package, please click here. If you have not located your package by 11-3, so November 3rd at 4.06 p.m., please contact your shipper to initiate lost package procedures. FedEx customer service. So FedEx is just completely just ignoring the problem and saying, hey, screw you, we're researching it. But if you don't have your package in the next three days, you should contact the people that you bought the package from so that they can start doing stuff about it. And I'm like, that's such bullcrap. It was your driver's fault. Because either it's your driver's fault because they didn't give me a notification or it's your driver's fault because they didn't fucking put it at my doorstep. But yeah, so... That's that's what I'm pissed about most in life right now. So yeah, I guess that's my life uh, to a certain extent. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will do a She-Hulk episode uh, either tomorrow or Thursday. And I'll do a Thor episode either the same day or in the same episode. Um, yeah, thanks guys. Um, I talked for a long time. I ranted for a long time. It felt good to just say all this stuff aloud but um, it's not going to help in any way whatsoever. It's like that um, Christian Bale performance in American Psycho where at the end of the movie, he's like, this has brought me no relief. This confession means nothing, blah, 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 blah. Edgy, edgy, edgy. So I'll see you guys around. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, like I said, I'm going to try to do a better ad. So I apologize for the crappy ad that you're going to hear uh, in this episode. Yeah. Bye, guys.